Hi, I'm Will Roadhouse, and I'm the CEO of Roadhouse International, and welcome to another episode of Expat Thailand. Just want to say good morning to everyone, and while I'm sitting here enjoying my espresso, I thought it would be a great time to take these next few minutes for the new listeners that are in that Gen Xer or the baby boomer demographic of just how easy it is to plan for your retirement here in Thailand and to show you that it's not as intimidating. So I'm going to give you a very simple roadmap for those of you who have been kind of have Thailand in your mind and maybe pondering down a road, maybe it's six months, a year, or even six years down a road that Thailand may be a future home for you. So the very first thing is, is deciding on how to basically make this transition. How do you start? I mean, the age old saying is, how do you eat an elephant? You know, one bite at a time. And the same goes with making this transition. The first thing you have to do is you have to, if you decide you want to live in Thailand full-time or even part-time, are you going to sell your primary residence now? And that's a fairly easy decision, especially this time of the year. You know, here we are in Q2 of 2022. Real estate has just been skyrocketing in places like the United States, in Australia, and UK. So we are at the top of the market. So now is a perfect opportunity to sell your home at a huge, tremendous profit. And there's a high probability, if you're living in the United States, I don't know what the tax laws are in other countries like in the UK or Australia, but the United States, if you've lived in your property for two years, that means you don't have to pay capital gains tax to a certain amount whether you're married or single. So that's, again, a huge, tremendous benefit. So the question is, you have to ask yourself and ask your spouse or your partner, are you going to sell this property or are you going to sell this property and downgrade into something smaller? Maybe like a one-bedroom condo or a two-bedroom condo because you decided that maybe you're going to spend 50-50 your time in Thailand and 50% of your time in the States or in some Western country. So once you decide on that, the next step is you're going to have to list your home. And the easiest way to do that right now, especially when the market is hot, is taking advantage of some of these large organizations like Zillow.com that will flat out give you an all cash offer. These offers may be one to two, maybe even 3% less. But the thing is, is that you're not dealing with the hassles of having to list your property with a broker and agent, put it in the market. But even before doing that, that broker or agent is going gonna, is gonna to make you clean the house, do some renovations. There are a ton of things to do to prep a home for showing. It has to show well. And... Like you, like me, like most people, that's an inconvenience that I don't want to do. So if I were in your position, it's basically like doing a, like selling a car to Carvana. You're going to get a fair market value offer, fair market value offer. And it's as easy as accepting the offer, whatever the terms are. And then here you go. You sell the home as is. 
You don't have to list it with anyone. You don't have to renovate it. You don't have to clean it. You don't have to schedule time with the agent or broker for people to walk in or do their open houses, whatever it may be. You eliminate all that. In one swoop, you're selling to a large organization like that, and off you go. Then from there, you can decide on whether you want to downsize or take everything and bring it here to Thailand. So that is first and foremost. That is step one. And don't make it more complicated than it has to be. Even for someone, if this is your very first home that you've owned for maybe 20, 30, 40 years, and you have no experience in reselling a home or working with a broker and agent, like I said, is it doesn't have to be as intimidating as you think it is. If you do want to have the support of an agent or broker, then list it. Because most likely in this market, depending on where you live, your home that's going to go into escrow and probably sell within 30 days because the market is hot. And so many investors always do the wrong thing. They buy high and sell low because they think they can time the market. Every great investor would tell you, whether it's in real estate, in equities, in crypto, in precious metals, in commodities, will always tell you, you cannot time the market of when it's going to be at its top and when it's at the absolute bottom. The best you can do is make logical decisions where you're getting close to the top and selling it close to the top. Well, folks, the writing is on a wall. I don't know how many analysts have written articles and said, we believe that we are at the top of the real estate market for most markets. But then there are very specific markets that I know very well like Arizona, Nevada, and Florida, that are in Texas, that are still doing well. That we believe that is still going to appreciate maybe throughout 2022, maybe in 2023. But then there are top-end markets, like in California, that are topped out. And like New York, Seattle, Portland, D.C., a lot of these markets are topped out. So it can be really really easy you just have to take that first step and that first step is maybe going to zillow.com or maybe uh, researching uh, organizations or large corporations that are buying uh, that are offering all cash offers be very careful obviously when you're working with an individual or an individual represents like a hedge fund or some sort of fund that does these things do a little research on an individual But when you're working with the large corporations like Zillow, I mean, it's a multi-billion dollar corporation. They're not going to rip you off. Um, They've had a lot of success success stories, and they've been doing this for a long time. So if you're you're looking at selling this outright to an organization or individual locally, do a little bit more research on an individual or their organization, making sure that they're legit. So now that you've gotten that out of the way, so let's make it easier. Let's say you decide to take everything and move here to Thailand. So you have a nice, comfortable, let's say $600,000. You're from Southern California. You sold your home. It's you and your wife. You're in your early 60s or even late 50s. And now you want to do early retirement. So now you have the $600,000. What's the next step? 
the next step is finding housing here in Thailand. And it can be intimidating or it can be easy. It, it's all perspective. And again, it's just making things bite-sized. The first thing is, is consuming and educating yourself with everything there has to do with Thailand. Start from the top down. Start with simple things like maybe watching a documentary about Thailand, about our history, about our culture. Then getting familiar with the different parts of Thailand. Northern part of Thailand, the Isan region like Chiang Mai, to our major metropolis like Bangkok, our beach cities down south. But remember this, not everything in the media is accurate. Sometimes uh, some media may portray Thailand worse just simply for the shock factor. So do your research and, and do it from the top down. And then as you're whittling it down, you're deciding where's the best place for you. And Bangkok, I feel, is going to be the best fit for basically 90% of you. Even at the ages of 50 and 60. Because there's more things to do here. And there's more choices for real estate. There are more choices for great, beautiful buildings that are within walking distance to our SkyTrain, to our BTS, to great public transportation. Outside of your doorsteps, you literally can walk across the street or next door to you is a day spa, get a $15 one hour facial, or get a full body Thai massage for seven, eight dollars an hour. Walk down the street to a coffee shop, sit down for a double shot espresso for a dollar fifty. Or go to this mom and pop restaurant, get a wonderful meal for a dollar fifty or two dollars. There are a lot more of those type of choices here in Bangkok. So now I just want to research more about Bangkok and the lifestyle that we have here. And then once you kind of started whittling things down and decided, okay, I want to be in Bangkok. My wife and I want to live in Bangkok. Now the next step is to actually find the real estate. You have many choices. The most, the traditional way of searching a home is what I feel is very old-fashioned, I guess you can say it. Uh, not utilizing the tools that we have today. There's so many wonderful tools uh, that we have today that allows many individuals, uh, like many of my clients over the last two and a half years, this pandemic, to buy homes that sight unseen. Again, you just have to make sure you find the right broker and agent that you can trust. But the traditional way of doing it is, is, is basically coming here to Thailand, spending a good 30 days, and then uh, sending and scheduling appointments with agents and brokers to basically show you homes. Whether it's single family detached homes, town homes, or better yet, condos. But that's time consuming and really unnecessary. Where today, many brokers and organizations like myself do everything virtually online. That are our system here and our experience of our team allows us to show you properties, make the decision, help you make an educated decision, and close that home remotely 
So when you come here to Thailand, your home is closed. We'll have the deed for you. We'll have the blue book for you. Home will be furnished. And really what the next steps are is just moving in. So that is step number two. Finding the city you want to live in and then finding that piece of real estate. So once you find that piece of real estate, you close in a home. Now you're scheduling your time to come to Thailand and it's time to move. And if you're wondering why I haven't talked about immigration services and visas, that's coming here in just a second. So what I recommend for everyone is please don't bring everything you know and I made that stupid mistake too you know when I first moved to Thailand I did some stupid stuff like I had my favorite shampoos and soaps and I actually packed that stuff and brought it here which is ridiculous where we have everything here and actually when it comes out to the hygienic stuff like like soaps and shampoos and there are better options here I mean it may sound kind of uh, insignificant, but uh, the soap here in Thailand's better. <laughs> so don't worry about that kind of stuff. You can buy those little things here. The only thing that you want to bring and pack here, because most likely you're going to fly uh, an, a fly an international carrier, whether it's Korean Airlines, ANA, Thai Airways, they will allow you two suitcases up to 50 pounds, and then you get. Uh, two carry-ons so you you and your husband we have four check-ins in total so you really can't put too much in there but here are the necessities number one any kind of technical personal personal tech iPhone Android phone laptops tablets anything that has to do with tech it is a little bit more expensive here especially when it comes down to Apple products. So buy it in the States, buy it in Canada, and bring that here. So if your MacBook Pro is like 10 years old and you, need, you feel you need to do an upgrade, upgrade it in Canada before you get here. Because the price is here about 10, 15% higher. Like I said, any Apple products are always higher. So pack those. You're going to pack maybe your iPhone. You're going to pack your, your laptop, maybe your tablet. Then the rest of, the, uh, the rest of your luggage can consist of really clothing. So depending on where you're from, Westerners tend to be a little bit larger than Asians. Uh, whether you're tall, short, or a little bit, uh, you know, maybe you put on some weight. But here in Asia, finding clothing if you are extremely tall or even a little bit obese, a little bit overweight can be difficult. Like for me, uh, I have an athletic build. In the States, my size is medium for a shirt. Here, I'm like extra large. <laughs> Which is really funny. So bring, so if you are kind of not or I don't want to say disproportionate in size, but if you're just not similar to a, an Asian size build, which is maybe between, you know, five feet or even 
4 feet 9 to 5 10 slender build i would suggest you bring clothes so bring your clothes here but there is a solution too one of the great things about thailand is you can have custom tailored clothing at a fraction of the price i no longer buy jeans off the rack or suits or even dress shirts i have a custom made i had uh, my first two custom tailored jeans i got a black one and a, and a and a blue one they were only fifty dollars each were the same type of custom tailored jeans in the states would have cost me two hundred dollars or even more my tailored suits um, to my size because and again i'm not a normal size uh, i'm short but i'm stocky and i have an athletic build i have really really thick like muscular legs and shoulders and arms so it's very hard to buy anything off rack where here I can design my suit to the specs of one of my favorite designers which is Tom Ford which would normally be a like a five to ten thousand dollar suit I could design the same exact suit to my proportions for like 300 bucks and 500 bucks if I want premium material, like ultra premium material. My dress shirts are the same exact thing. My, my dress shirts uh, for uh, business meetings or any kind of occasions where I need to dress better, uh, they only cost $30 each. And these are tailored, tailored shirts. Just off the rack going to uh, men's warehouse or going to Macy's or wherever. Just a simple off-the-rack dress shirt is going to cost you between $30 to $50. Or here, I have a tailored shirt for $30. And if you buy more, the prices come down. And ladies, it's the same. You can make tailored clothing here. And it's everywhere in Thailand. You have more choices, obviously, here in Bangkok. So again, just bring clothing. Then any kind of specific knickknacks or anything that you feel that they're not going to have here in Thailand, bring those. For example, if you're an audiophile and and uh, you love to have really high-end headphones, whether it's Beats or Apple, buy those and bring those because they will be more expensive here. But other than that, you don't need to bring anything else. There's there's no reason for you to bring um, toothpaste and soaps or, or um, even golf clubs, folks. For those of you that are golfers, you don't need to bring your golf clubs. You have golf clubs here. You can buy them used. But if you want to bring them, obviously you can. Maybe you have a really nice set of Callaways or TaylorMade that are over $1,000. Yeah, you can use that in place of one of your luggage. Bring your golf clubs. But... You can buy golf clubs here. You can buy fishing equipment here. Um, if you if you like kiteboarding or even paddleboarding, you can buy paddleboards and kiteboards here. There are used markets where you can buy them for a tremendous discount, used. So don't. There's no reason to bring these bulky things. Clothing and personal electronics is really only the main things. You don't need to, and here's another thing too. If you didn't catch one of my episodes, some of the mistakes that I made and what I brought here to Thailand. 
our our voltage is 220 volt so do not please do not bring any sort of blenders espresso makers anything like that here because they will burn out because you're at 120 volt if you're coming from places like the states like North America you can buy them here we have Nespresso makers here. We have Illy, Illy Espresso makers here. We have our versions of Blendtec and Vitamix blenders. We have, we have all those things here. We have Dyson vacuum cleaners. So you can buy that stuff here. No need to bring that. So once you've packed everything you decided, then obviously you're going to schedule it with your broker agent of when you're gonna arrive and hopefully, if that broker and agent has any sort of experience in dealing with clients like yourself, they will roll out the red carpet. They'll uh, make sure that um, you have a uh, pickup at the airport, maybe like a car service. And then they'll meet you at the condo, give you the keys, do the walkthrough for you, basically check you in. Then once you're settled in, what the next steps are, is more for your life here in Thailand. So the next thing is you're gonna to have to open a bank account. Bank accounts are very, very difficult. They don't give away, they don't, for, for foreigners it's very difficult to open bank accounts. You have to meet a specific requirement. But because you own a home, you can actually take a picture of your Chinote or make a photocopy or even maybe bring it and you can walk into some specific banks and again for our clients we we assist them in doing this in opening a checking account with a debit card then the next thing you're gonna have to do and the sad thing is is no other brokers or agents actually do this but we will but for our clients we help them with this you're going to have to change the utilities under your name and then have it debited from your checking account. And it is a very manual process here. So we will help you with your electric bills, your water bills, and how to pay them. And then uh, for internet, TV, cell phone service, uh, we will also help you get those turned on and recommend the ones that's best for you, whether it's going to be true or it's going to be AIS or another carrier so we're going to help you with all utilities how to switch them over to your name first of all how to turn it on how to switch it over to your name and then how to pay it and if you're do yourself it's very complicated but when you have a good brokerage that's behind you supports you it's not that complicated because we're going to do most of the work for you then the next thing is, you've probably already discussed it with yourself, if you're a single person traveling here or living here, or with your partner, it's going to be visa. The question is, how long are you planning to stay here? What is your schedule going to be like? So if you listen to some of my recommendations of a 2-1 schedule, which tends to fit the profile for many people where they spend uh, either one month here in Thailand, two months back in their home western country or whatever country they're from, 
or vice versa. Two months in Thailand and then one month like back in Australia. That seems to be a very, very uh, popular way of people transitioning here. So for an example, like myself, I did a one-two schedule. Spent one month in Thailand, two months in the States. Then I eventually switched to the two-month schedule, which was two months in Thailand, then one month in the States, and then now here full-time. So if you are planning just to spend one month in Thailand in the beginning, out of the quarter, and then two months back in, let's just say in the States, then as far as visas go, you don't have to make any changes. You can simply use the free visa on arrival at immigration when you come through Suwannabum Airport. Because when you, ch- when you check through, you get a free 30-day visa. So you can simply just use that if your schedule permits. But then when you decide to spend more time, let's say that you decide that I want to spend two months in Thailand with my wife and then we're going to go back to Australia for only one month every quarter. Then you would do almost the same exact thing. You can still live here basically on a tourist visa. So what you're going to do is you're going to get your free 30-day visa on arrival. Then you go to immigration and again we help our clients in the very first time of doing this. We would take them to the nearby immigration office and then we'll walk them through. So at immigration with your documentation, so copy your passports and your passport, passport photo, one page um, request, which we get there at immigration and, um, and what else? And then your flight itinerary. It's about a half day process. There at immigration, for $60, you can extend your stay for another 30 days, giving you a total of 60 days, two months. And there are individuals that live here that have lived here for decades. Just simply do that. They're here for two months at 60 bucks, spending a half day in immigration. After a while, they get really... They, they know how to do it well, so it doesn't take a half day anymore. They know exactly when to get here. Uh, the immigration officers kind of know who they are because they see them every single quarter, kind of establish that relationship. So you can get probably in and out over time in just a few hours. So again, very, very simple process. Then, as you stay here longer, or if you immediately say, We have sold everything and we don't want to go back. We're going to live here full time. So you have a couple options. The first option is if you are 50 and above, so it's 50 years old and above, you can apply for a visa. Or should I say, I'm sorry, for a retirement visa. And there are kind of like three different levels of this visa. So first requirement is you have to be 50 years old. So for Gen Xers, uh, you're getting, you know, some of you are 50, getting close to 50. So perfect timing. Baby boomers, obviously, you're in your, you know, late 50s, 60s, and 70s, so you definitely qualify. 
So 50 years old, then if you want to get a renewable one-year visa, retirement visa, what you will need is obviously your bank account to show that you have around $25,000 on balance, in a balance, and you have to maintain that balance in your Thai bank account. That is one of the requirements. Then there's obviously some other paperwork and so forth. Like uh, you have to get a, a, a police report from where you're from to show you have no criminal history. And simply just go to a police department and just request that and pay for it. So it's not a big deal. It's just a criminal background check. Then you fill out the paperwork and that's it. You get a one-year retirement visa and you just redo that. You just renew that same exact process every single year on your anniversary date. But then there are also two levels above. So if you want a five-year or even a 10-year, the process is the same, but the deposit, the the minimum deposit that you have to have in a Thai bank account increases. Five years is going to be roughly about double the price or double the amount. So let's just say 50 to $60,000. And then for a 10-year, you need to have about $100,000. And this is U.S. dollars. So that's roughly about one, uh, about 3 million baht on deposit. So many of you, if you have the funds, just go ahead and put $100,000 on deposit. And you get a 10-year renewable retirement visa. So the process is very simple when you're working, obviously, with great immigration attorneys, which we do. So we handle all this stuff for you um, through our preferred immigration attorneys. So you don't have to go and find one. We've already vetted everyone. So And again, it's another part of our service that we offer for our clients. Then there is another option which kind of encompasses everyone of all ages. Because for the Gen Zers, Millennials, you're probably saying, hey, man, I might want to spend more time in Thailand or live there full time, but I don't qualify for the retirement visa. Well, we have an option. And to me, it's if you can afford it, it's the absolute best retirement or visa option here in Thailand. It's called the Thai Elite Visa. And Thailand is such a unique country and the only country that really offers this. And I'm so shocked because this is such a successful program for decades that no other country has offered anything like this. So for the Thai elite visa, you're basically, it's a pay to play. It's a five year, 10 year, 15 year, 20 year visa. And there's a flat dollar amount. You pay it, you apply, and you get that visa. It's a multi-entry visa. So for an example, a 20 year multi-entry visa is right around $30,000. You just, it's not going to a bank account. You're paying Thai elite, Tourism Authority Thailand, $30,000 and bam, you get a 20-year multi-entry visa with VIP benefits. So you get a Thai elite card and you get VIP benefits. What I mean by that is when you fly into Swanaboom Airport, you actually go into your own desk so you expedite yourself of getting through immigration. And then you also, uh, they also provide you with car service pickup and drop off 
uh, X many times uh, per quarter or per month. You get outings, like you'll they'll sometimes give you free massages or invite you to golf outings. Uh, so, and also, you get your own concierge service. You can actually speak to someone at Thai Elite for any sort of questions or needs you may have. It is an absolutely wonderful, wonderful service. And again, it's broken down <clears throat> by price. Five years, 10 years, 15 years, and 20 years. So it can be as low as like ten dollars to $15,000 if you want like a five-year. All the way up to $30,000 per individual if you want the 20-year. And if you are a family of, let's say, two to three to four that are coming here, you can actually do a family Thai Elite visa. So it's a, it's a little bit of a discount, like maybe 10 or 15% discount. But it's a fantastic program. So if you can afford it, I highly, highly recommend that you go that route. And that is also something else that we help walk our clients through. So now, just to kind of recap everything, giving you some suggestions and ideas on how to and why you should sell your home now at the top of the market, how to do it, and then once you've sold your property, your primary residence, of how to uh, transition here to Thailand, doing research, picking what city you want to live, finding the right broker, finding my, my, the right piece of real estate, and you don't have to waste any time and trying to schedule time to come here to look for the property. There are, um, there are competent brokers, real estate professionals, and organizations like ours that can help you do it sight unseen, and we have the right tools to do that. Then once you've packed up and you moved here, you checked into your new home with deed in hand, then we're going to help you with your utilities, opening them, putting them in your name, obviously turning them on. Any other miscellaneous stuff, if you need to add more furniture or more furnishings to your home, even buy a car. And then uh, bank account is next steps. Then visa, depending on what you want. You need to stick with a tourist visa or you're going to upgrade to a retirement visa or even a Thai elite visa. So I hope that this roadmap kind of painted a nice, simple picture. Like I said, you can make it, you can make this process extremely, extremely difficult or very, very easy. It's just a matter of having the right people with the experience and knowledge to get you through this process. And I always say, if you can afford it, always pay for the better and premium service. It certainly pays off at the end. It Actually, it always does. If I can always afford to pay for better service, I'm going to do it. Because the inconvenience of trying to figure something out or the inconvenience of saving a few bucks, but working with someone that's kind of new, it's not worth it. It's always better to pay the premium to work with the best and the most knowledgeable and also getting the best service all the time, especially in foreign countries, especially in foreign countries. 
Then while you're here, after this is all done, you can now have the Sabai life. Sabai, Sabai is basically means to relax here in Thailand. It's a very common word. And then now you're free to do whatever you want. Now you're free to kind of get accustomed and, and try to get into your routines. You know, and again, if you're, if you're working with the right broker or agent, they're going to help get you accustomed to the area. The one thing that we do is when our, when our clients first land and we finish this whole process, we are spending with them at least at a minimum of a full day or two and sometimes even three days with them in that specific location and showing them everything they need to know. So where are the best coffee shops and restaurants? Where's the BTS? How do we get a taxi? Introduce them to the on-site property management, the juristic. Uh, educate them on the surrounding area. So where are the grocery stores? Which ones are the best ones? How to get here, how to get there. Where's a nearby school for my kids? Uh, where is, where do I go for, for this? Where do I go for that? <coughs> Excuse me. I got a little bug in my throat. Apologize for that. So that's very, very important to do. And when I first bought my properties here, I had to do that on my own. I had to figure that out on my own. Because like most brokers, most agents, which are horrible, <clears throat> really around the world, is once they get paid, goodbye. They don't, you don't see them anymore. We're here, we continue to service our clients because I remember what it was like and we don't want you to leave you high and dry. So we are basically your tour guides for the next day or two, showing you everything. If you want to use the BTS, we want to show you how to use it. We want to help get you a rabbit card and how to charge your rabbit card. There are a little, there are so many little things here that we want to educate you on so you don't have to be frustrated and trying to figure it out yourself. That's the difference between what we do and what other organizations do not do. And we're have some fun. <clears throat> it's not just all about where to go shopping and buy grocery shop, you know, grocery shopping. Where, where is the Thai Costco? So our Thai Costco is called Macro. I didn't know that until years later. I always wondered. I'm like, why don't they have a Costco here? They have them in Taiwan. They have them in Japan. Why don't they have them here? But lo and behold, they always have. It's called Macro. <laughs> Even little things like that I didn't know. And like when I first moved, when I first moved here, I furnished my condo with with the only thing that I know, Ikea, because I saw an Ikea at the Mega Bungnam Mall, so I went there and over and overpaid uh, for furniture, <clears throat> not knowing that there's a same equivalent Thai brand called Index Living Mall that has the same type of semi-modern to modern furniture like Ikea for literally half the price. So it's things like that, that we help you with, that you don't have to figure out. Because these things can be frustrating if you have to figure it out on your own. 
I'm the type of person, I don't know about you, but some people are. I am not that type of person. If I'm driving and I'm lost, I'm going to keep driving and try to figure it out. Because I hate wasting time. Time is of the essence and time is important to me and to my clients. I don't want to waste their time, nor do I want them to waste mine. I'm the type of person, if I know I'm lost, I'm going to pull over, I'm going to ask for directions. I'm going to keep driving to figure it out and get frustrated. So I don't want you to come here and drive around and get frustrated. I want to give you the answers. I want to give you the answers to the questions you're not even asking yet. That's how you transition here and make it a successful transition. One of the biggest mistakes that people make is number one is choosing the wrong place to live, buying the wrong type of property because the agent convinced them that this is the only type of property because the agent doesn't understand the life of an expat. I'm like you. I'm reaching retirement age. I still feel young. But I am like you. All I'm doing is making the process easier, making sure you don't make the same mistakes I made. So it's not complicated at all. <clears throat> too many, too many times, over the over the many dec over actually over the last decade of being here in Thailand, where I've spoken to potential clients that says, "Hey, you know what? I'm only kind of shopping." Because I'm not sure. It just seems really, really a lot of work and a lot of hassle to pick up a move there, even though I know it's going to be better for me or better for my family. I, I don't get that. It's why postpone happiness because you think it's going to be a little bit inconvenient. Well, it doesn't have to be inconvenient. And that's what we're here for. Something like this should not be should not be done alone. And something like this, that's, you know, where you're purchasing one of the largest investments in your life, which is another piece of real estate, should be done right. So I hope you found this episode to be helpful. I just want everyone to know whether you use our service or not. I'm not here pitching our service because we're by referral basis only. I'm just here to educate you and make sure that you're not passing up a wonderful life here in Thailand because you don't want to be inconvenienced or you're intimidated. <clears throat> when you are sitting there in your, and you feel you have a comfortable lifestyle, maybe your home is half a million or even $5 million, but you've been living the same place for 10, 20, 30 years. Now you're going to be retiring. Now you got 12 hours to fill every single day of things that you need to do to not be bored. And I can assure you, you're not going to be able to fill those times. You're going to be bored. It's better to move someplace that's new place like Thailand where you can fill your time with new adventure and experiences. It's even better for your family. 
to give them an open mind of what it's like to live elsewhere. So if you have kids that are in their 20s and even grandchildren that are in their teens or even elementary school and you live here in Thailand and when they're coming to visit you, their visits here will shape them into better people. They will see that their that their country is not the center of the universe. That wow, people here in Thailand actually are happy. That's shocking. Because walking around the states and other Western countries, I don't see a lot of happy people. I see a lot of people in debt, a lot of people struggling. Not a lot of happy people. Lot of, I actually I see a lot of angry people. We're here. You have the Sabai lifestyle, surrounded by compassionate and friendly people, and the expats are freaking friendly, and they're ecstatic. When you when you meet a fellow expat, they will always tell you, "I should have made this move sooner." They're happy and thriving, and that's what I want you to do. I want you to be happy and thriving. especially when making this transition. So thank you so much for joining me, and we'll see you in Thailand.